Welcome to Alive with Purpose. You are listening to Episode 3, Alive with Purpose and Stressful Days. Hello, I am your host, Erin Aquin, and I have to be honest with you, I'm having a super weird day. Um, I really hesitate to call it a bad day because I don't actually believe that days can be good or bad. I think really it is what we make it. But I've noticed that personally, one of the main feelings that I'm experiencing today is stress. And through my lens, I'm looking at the world and things just feel kind of weird. And those of you who know me a little bit, if you listen to my last podcast, know that I don't usually, when I'm teaching, talk about these kinds of emotions while I'm still in them. So this is going to be a little bit more personal probably than what I would share with you if I were on the other side of it. However, the reason I think that this is worth having a conversation about while I'm still kind of in that weird blah, a little bit anxious, stressed out mind space is I think that this kind of energy is very, very draining. And I'd like to personally believe that there's a lot of different lessons to be learned when I'm going through a day that's kind of been peppered with things that are stressing me out. So I'm not going to get too much into the story about why I'm stressed out, but I will just say that From the beginning of the day, one of the people who helps me with my business reached out to let me know that there were some details that she had confirmed with an event that is coming up for us that that the other people seem to be backing out of. So she was feeling stressed out. I was feeling for her. Then I started to get stressed out because it seemed like the agreement had been changed. And I let my conversation with her start to kind of seep out into other areas of my day. And I remember saying to my husband, like, you know, you'd think that the corporate world would be more stressful than being an entrepreneur, but it's just not true. Like, even if you're trying to do really powerful things and help a lot of people, even though my purpose to me is very clear, just seems like every time we try and do a bigger event. There's just a whole bunch of issues and problems that come up. And yeah, that didn't feel great to sort of let that trickle out into my day. And as it turned out, it was just a miscommunication between one of my team members and the people we were organizing with. So it did just turn out to be two people thinking that two different things were happening. Not actually a big deal. It's not going to matter in a hundred years. But once that ball kind of got rolling... I did notice that a lot of little things were irritating me and setting me off. And I was just, um, you know, if I'm honest, I was just kind of like looking for the problems everywhere to say, oh, this is such a stressful day. This is, you know, such a weird day. As though somehow, you know, the universe was out to get me. (laughs) And I think a lot of us have this stuff come up. In some ways, I think maybe I'm a little bit soft because I have a job that is wonderful. 
my clients are amazing. I, I rarely have issues with my yoga clients or my coaching clients. I rarely have people in my programs coming up with problems. So I'm not really used to dealing with a lot of people. I'm not really used to dealing with a lot of problems. And I started to kind of insert myself into a situation that I probably should have just left up to my team member. And I wanted to open that up with all of you because I hate to think that the day was wasted. You know, I think that's the thing that probably is stressing me out more than anything that happened. And perhaps that's showing that I'm growing. (laughs) I hope that means I'm growing as a human being, that I'm not fixated on what someone said or how someone responded and I'm not getting kind of into the nitty gritty details. I'm just more stressed out about how much time I feel like I wasted trying to deal with something. When I probably, if I could look at it in hindsight a little bit, I probably should have just told my team member, hey, I trust you. You know what to do. I'm going to let you sort this out and just let me know where I need to be. That would have saved me a lot of stress and it probably would have made that person feel really empowered and and they probably could have gotten to the bottom of it much sooner than when I started to kind of get involved. So I, I know that there's things to learn from this and I also don't want to be too quick to try to push those feelings away because I think what what many of us try to do, I know I'm not alone in this, but especially those of us who feel like we are working towards a greater purpose and are, are striving to act in the world with a lot of integrity. I know for me personally that I feel really silly and petty when I get worked up about smaller details, even though they're important. I remember when I lived in Boston there was a, an opportunity to teach, to teach yoga classes with an organization. But then I found out the behind the scenes of what some of their business practices were. And I really agonized over whether I could, in good conscience, teach for them. Because I wrote this book called The A to Z of Being a Successful Yoga Teacher. It's a good book, actually, if I I do say so myself. It's a good book, um, and it's really designed to be a guiding light for yoga teachers who are just starting their business and are trying to think through some of the intricacies of being a professional and doing something that is also a spiritual practice. It's one of those interesting things, but the business practice of this one organization did not align with what I taught people regularly, so I couldn't teach there. And I remember just agonizing about this. You know, if one of my students who, have, who I've advised or coached or consulted with asked me my opinion about whether to work with this organization or not, what would I tell them? And the answer was, don't work with the organization. (laughs) So I actually took my own advice, cleaned it up. It was, in the end, a really good decision. But I felt so much stress about letting people down, about wasting my time, wasting their time, all of this kind of stuff. 
And it was a lot of energy consumed for nothing more than my learning experience. So anyway, today I had this sort of snowball effect of stress and I was really feeling it. It started out with this situation. Then it just kind of felt like there was event after event of things that felt like roadblocks in my way. I hate feeling like I wish I hadn't gotten out of bed today. I should have just stayed home. I should have not opened my computer. (laughs) I should not have answered the phone. What's so interesting is I also know intellectually, even though it's not how I'm feeling right now, it's not how I'm feeling right now at all. I know that intellectually, this is also kind of the price I have to pay for having my own business, for doing the things I want to be doing and living on my own terms. I guess what I've really noticed is that it is human nature to look at things from from a problem point of view. If you think of how the human species has evolved, we didn't evolve because we were sitting in a field relaxing while predators were roaming and harsh weather was stirring all around us. We are programmed to look for a problem. And I'm sure many of you know this, our brains can't tell the difference between fear that is real or stress that is real and fear or stress that we are just thinking about. That's so crazy. So if you've ever woken up from a nightmare and you know that feeling of adrenaline, your brain has no idea that your nightmare was just a nightmare. When you feel stressed about having to do something outside of your comfort zone and you get that clammy palms and the red face and you feel choked up, it's like the worst feeling. Your brain doesn't know that you're not actually in any danger. It's just having a response. It's being, you're being flooded with hormones and chemicals. There's, there's no way to outsmart that very primal reaction to stress and fear. And so one of the big things that I've been working on in the last year or two has been learning how to not resist those feelings or pretend those feelings aren't there. It's probably why I'm telling you this in the first place. I'm not pretending that I'm feeling wonderful right now, but to actually just sit back and acknowledge that that I'm having a physical response to my thoughts. So this was so interesting. I, I mentioned that a big source of the stress in my workday came from a miscommunication between two other people. It actually had nothing to do with me. I was like the, I was the subject of the miscommunication, but I didn't have to be part of it. And I inserted myself and became part of it. But once it was resolved, I didn't necessarily just feel better right away because the whole thing was due to my thoughts about it. And I have traditionally, even today, it's not in the past. This is something I'm still grappling with. I have layered on top of that mild stress or anxiety a feeling of guilt 
that I don't deserve to feel this way because I have this great life. It's true. I have an amazing life. I'm very grateful for my life. But there are moments where I don't feel gratitude as my primary emotion. (laughs) And it's interesting how easy it is to start beating myself up when that's not the current experience. It's like if you don't feel gratitude all the time, you're not paying attention. This is kind of one of those myths within the spiritual world. That if you don't feel gratitude all the time, if you have any emotions that are remotely negative or neutral, there's something wrong with you. You you must not be aligned with your purpose. You must not be really conscious and present. And I've come to the point where I kind of think that's BS. I think that we as humans are designed to feel a wide range of emotions and I definitely vilify the negative ones and feel like I don't have a right to experience stress. But maybe more empo- maybe a more empowering thought is that stress, anxiety, you know those are those are normal human, very human emotions. And what my coach often calls the currency for living your dreams. So the discomfort is usually what either signals that we're growing or challenges us to grow. Because some people are not necessarily willing to pay the price of being uncomfortable enough for enough of a period of time in order to realize the next level for themselves. A lot of people really do want to stick with the status quo. They want to just have their career, have their paycheck, and not think about it after work. Hey, maybe that is the healthy way to do it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that there's not something to that. Maybe they are living a much richer life than I am. But when I was working in a job I didn't care so much about, I never felt stressed like this. I I never lost sleep over a situation, ever. And it's nice to now sort of be at a point where I don't usually lose sleep over anything to do with my work, but I do care enough about it. I do care how I'm operating in the world. And some days something comes up and it may not have anything to do with me. And I still might take it on. And... It's okay that I'm not perfect. I didn't handle today perfectly. But if I'm being totally honest, I would rather have the occasional stressful moment or day versus not care at all. Because not caring is boring. The status quo is very boring. And um, if, if the stress means that I deeply care about what I'm doing, I, I think I can handle that occasional discomfort. Not over-the-top stress that's going to start to ruin my health. I don't recommend that. I've been there too. I don't recommend that for anyone listening. Um, But if it's a signal that I care, if I can spin it to find some positive, I think I'm okay with that. So there's so much more to say about stress. I'm sure we're going to cover it in other areas. But 
if you happen to have had a stressful day or a day where you felt stressed out, maybe some of these things are good to consider. Maybe you don't have to beat yourself up or feel guilty about that stress. And at the same time, maybe you don't need to blame external circumstances, but you can look within and decide that even as this emotion passes through you in whatever form that it's taking, there are valuable things to learn. And not things to learn in order to avoid ever feeling stress again, but maybe there's just a really good lesson in there to make sure that you're not using so much energy that you could be pouring into whatever your purpose really is. So those are some thoughts. I have to say I feel a little better now. (laughs) So thank you for letting me go through my thinking process with you. Uh, I can hear my son crying deep in the background. So I think that's my cue to not be stressed about that, but to go and be as fully present with him and my daughter and my husband as I can. I feel so much better. Thank you. Thank you for listening. (laughs) And I would love to hear how you deal with stressful days. You know, what tips, what tricks, do you agree? Do you disagree? Please do come over and comment at alivewithpurposecoaching.com. And don't forget, there's still a few weeks to enter our contest. I will post the details up on that same page, on the show notes page for episode three. And I would be very grateful if you took a moment to subscribe, review, and share this podcast with anyone you think it might be beneficial for. Thank you so much in advance. I'll also post how you can do that up in the same show notes, alivewithpurposecoaching.com. And I will speak to you very soon. Have a wonderful week. Take care.